Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let the beat play, PJ. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Coming up today on the program, we continue to talk John Madden rankings versus the all-in kid, Jake Seeley rankings. Today we'll break down some running backs also going on in the world of sports. We got to dig a little deeper into the Ricky Seals. I don't know how Ricky Seals became like the player that we would talk about the most this week, but we got to continue to break down the Ricky Seals controversy. I had some shots taken at me this morning by that clown Scott Angle, so I'm going to have to reply to that. 844-843-6879. Telephone number to get involved in the program. I'm warning it again uh, a little bit later on. I'm going to isolate that. It's got an angle audio. Let's get that isolated with him and Dane this morning. We'll break that down a little bit later on in the program. Going to do that, and that's going to relate to the Ricky Seals saga that we're going on, not to mention the fact also, I know, listen, I don't know about you guys. I love award shows. I'm an award shows guy. I already know where Jake stands on this. We'll find out where Ventra stands on this. I love the ESPYs. It is the sports award. It is the Oscar of sports, the Grammy of sport. You know what I'm saying? So I got some ESPY categories here. We'll kick it around a little bit throughout the course of the program. Want you to get involved. Want you to get in, join in because y'all not ready. Because I've seen some of your drafts. i definitely seen what you guys are auctioning like. Y'all are not ready, so y'all need to be on the horn. 844-843-6879. I actually have the G-chat up so I can see when the call pops in right here, right? I can see it and I can go right to you if we are if it's time enough for the program to do that. Because I'm fired up with y'all right now because y'all are doing a terrible job. So you should guys should be calling us. Y'all should be on the phone. It doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> good good afternoon. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you doing today, Jake? I'm doing good. Uh, I already heard that stuff this morning as well. Yes, I had got, I, I was all uh, walking. Where was I at? I'll tell you exactly where I was at. I was on 127th Street and 7th Avenue. And I get a text that says, oh, man, Scott's going in on you. Who's touching the microphone on the fourth floor? Somebody. Somebody on the fourth floor is touching the microphone like it's open mic night again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you heard how quick they That dropped. went off quick. Yeah, it went off quick. All right, so I don't know who's down there because I had a lunch meeting. And I ran back to get to it, so I'm here on time. So Jake already heard the audio. Jake, you are against the ESPYs. Will you even have it on? No. No, I'm not going to have it on. I don't want you no. either. You don't watch it either. You don't watch it either, Chris. No. How do you not watch these sports awards? I mean, I watch the All Star Game. I, I'm not watching the ESPYS. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. watching the ESPYS but me. All Star Game. Well, I'm still <laughs> going to run down a couple of the categories. Y'all don't have to watch, but it'd be nice to get y'all opinion because I figured we could have like an ESPY party. You feel what I'm saying? Like we can, like you know how people have Oscar pools and stuff like that. We could put together an ESPYS pool. An, an ESPYS mm. pool? Yeah. No. What is that? <laughs> Well, we, 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 we pick winners of the different categories, and at the end of it, we see who has the most points. I guess that's interesting. It's like an SB's Fantasy League. But I, want, I would want money involved then. <laughs> if you want to be a part of the SB's Fantasy League, 844-843-6879. Let's get ready to hop in and get it started right here. Um, and, and, Jake, let's, the Saquon, okay, the Saquon Barkley thing, you have him as um, running back six. Madden has him as running back 28, and I think it finally clicked to me when I saw this email. The Madden crew just don't give rookies high rankings. Mm-hmm. No, they hate them across the board. It's not even close. I mean, there's going to be plenty of others, if you want to dive into all of them, that are 20 spots apart or more, and it's the discount. I have no problem. Like, again, I said the same thing yesterday. I have no problem with, you know, oh, you know, we have to see him actually perform at the NFL level because there's been highly touted. It wouldn't be the first time we've had a highly touted prospect not succeed in the NFL. Remember the excitement for Trent Richardson? So yeah. there's definitely the downside of it. But the fact is, at the same time, even though Trent Richardson failed, and if you were telling me this season he's coming out of the draft and he was the you know, top 10 pick, 
I still would have him rated higher than Amir Abdullah. Like, they, it's just <laughs> absurd to have Saquon Barkley and Amir Abdullah as the same grade. Like, that just makes no sense. Like, Garrett Blunt is a tied for 10th overall at the running back position. So, there's a lot to, to be said about this, this obscurity, uh, the stupidity of the rankings, honestly. Who is, like, who would be ranked uh, running back 28? Would that be, like, Duke Johnson or... Or yeah, Isaiah Crowell, that, something right? like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Well, and, and, and the I Mad- can tell you, ahead, I can tell you half point PPR. I have basically it's Deion Lewis, Mark Ingram because he's missing time. They are, otherwise he wouldn't be there. And Sony Michelle. Jake has a, a, a guy missing time ranked twenty eighth. <laughs> Madden has Saquon Barkley twenty eighth. It makes no sense, Ventura. Well, oh, you're one of the guys that believe I got to see it first before I invest for fantasy. I used to be, but because I- you were a novice then. That's a novice attitude. I have to see it first. Or how can you rank a rookie that high? Or well, Ezekiel Elliott's never taken a snap. Saquon Barkley's never taken a snap. But when you know the game like we do, it's certain opportunities, it's certain things that's going to happen that's going to lead that player, even though he's never played a snap, to have these high rankings. And for the most part, we don't miss on it. Yeah, I mean... Look at the rookies in the past five years or so. A lot of them come out right out of the gate. Even Trent Richardson, his first year was pretty damn he good. He was a beast. Yeah. So, and he right. sucked after that. <laughs> after that, he was garbage. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And they lo- And to even add to this fire, which is terrible that the rookies are so low, the veterans, the older veterans get so much love. You got Darren Sproles, 83. Jonathan Stewart, 83. You got, like, like he said, Blunt, 87. That's, that's the worst one. That, that is far. no, that that's got to be the worst is, one by terrible. far. Now let me ask you this, Ventra, in in the Ventra Madden in the Ventra Madden ranking system, what do you have a number for Saquon Barkley yet? Well, in my rankings, he's seven. He's seven in your rankings, but in your, you know how you have that Madden number that you had yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Do you have a Madden I, number for Barkley? I would have had to change every guy, so I didn't even do it. All right, well, good. Almost right. every guy. But I would say he'd be Too like busy a, playing Fortnite. Always <laughs> <laughs> yes. the All Star game. Well, I was watching the All-Star game, yes, All right. also. But I would say he's like an 85 to me. Jake, th- that, that notion, is that one of the things, I know how you have certain things, Jake, that you're like, oh, God, I got to keep telling people this year after year after <laughs> year after year. Is the rookie running back thing, is, like, is that one of the things that, that upsets you the most when you're trying to explain to a novice, oh, yes, dummy, I know, now let's, let's not say dummy, <laughs> yes, guy, I know he hasn't played a snap in the NFL yet, but this is what's going to happen. Do, do that, does that frustrate you? Uh, it's one of the top five, I would say, and I would say, yes, dummy, they <laughs> haven't played a snap. Because here's the thing, I'm going to say the exact same thing I keep saying. You know what you can say about every rookie in the, exact, the entire history of the NFL? They never played a snap in yep. the NFL. So it, it, that's the weakest argument you could find. Rookies come in all the time, especially at the running back position, which is the most easily translatable position from the college game to the NFL game, and perform fantasy-wise, real-life-wise. You can look at wide receivers. The only one that really has the difficulty is tight ends, and that's just because a lot of it has to do with uh, – not all of them are great at pass blocking, and then if they are, they're usually used that way more to start, like a perfect example is O.J. Howard last yeah. year. So that's why tight ends usually take a little bit longer. Evan Ingram is an outlier before him. The last tight end that was actually drafted in the first round that finished as a tight end one was Heath Miller. I mean, Gronkowski finished as a tight end one, but he wasn't drafted in the first round. So you can go down that line, and even if you include people who weren't drafted in the first round, it's still only two or three more tight ends. But running back's the most easily translatable position. None of them, and still, in the future, you can say this about all the rest of them too, have ever played a snap in the NFL. There you go, and and, and it's the truth. A player that didn't play a snap in the NFL until he came into the NFL last year and was leading the league in rushing until he tore his ACL was Dalvin Cook. Remember, we were telling you about Dalvin Cook last year also. So when we tell you about these rookies, we, don't, we know what the hell we're talking about, first and foremost, Mr. Novice. But Dalvin Cook is Sealy's ninth-ranked running back venture. Madden has him as their 17th-ranked running back. Where do you come in with Dalvin Cook at and see the play that you're going to be involved with this year? The kid is a purple beast. Yes, and this is why it might be a little too high for most, but I have him actually six before Saquon Barkley. Put him ahead of Saquon Barkley. Yes, I did. So you're not worried about any reverberations from coming back from? I don't even know if that not right word now. Is, is is a word that fits right there. Reverberations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reverberations. <laughs> Rever- any reverber? You're not worried about reverberations from the injury. I mean, Some rever- I- reverbery. <laughs> injury reverbery. <laughs> I, I mean, I. She's got on a sundress. Uh, 
See? No, 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 don't He you. gets caught too easily into the distraction <laughs> window. My bad, the my window bad. of distraction. Yes, the, the windows of mass distraction. <laughs> um, I mean, no, I'm, I'm worried about it, but I'll, I'm going to see. If, if, you know, during preseason we see that he's a little hobbled or something, he doesn't look right, then I'm going to drop him in my rankings. Okay. But for now, I think he's one of the best running backs. I see him being a top five running back if he plays the full season. Were you in on him last year? Oh, absolutely, yeah. You saw you had a couple shares last year. Did it kill you that much when he got hurt? Yes. See, the teams I had Cook on, I had McKinnon on one of them. I had Murray on the other one. Not to take away from Cook's talent, in Minnesota had a very good offense last year. The team I had McKinnon on, I popped McKinnon right in that bad boy. I, and it's like I didn't miss a beat, Jake. McKinnon was good last year. He was. Yeah, no, he actually did because Latavius Murray took over after that. That's even true. despite This is the whole point about the – this is what I was saying about Jarek McKinnon is he looks great against the Bears. And what did the team do? They gave him the same exact snaps next week, and then he was great again. And they still kept giving him the same amount of snaps and actually fell off for a little while there as they were getting beat and he wasn't performing well. And then he bounces back, and guess what? They still keep giving the same amount of snaps and then gave it to Latavius Murray down the stretch. Latavius Murray was actually pretty much their go-to guy with McKinnon going into the passing game role. That's the whole reason behind the 49ers being too hyped, or not them as a team, as in fantasy being too hyped on Jarek McKinnon. But your, your point was correct, at least in the fact that you had an option to plug in whether you had stashed Murray or stashed McKinnon to replace cook and there are a few teams out there you could do with but the fact is is you're not going to match dalvin cook exactly. as himself with whoever's behind him jake let me That's ask you exactly this do right. you believe in, in in a player's pedigree for example florida state running backs dalvin cook Devontae freeman um florida state running backs uh, i, I want to want to say warwick dunn but you get where i'm going with this do you believe when a player comes out of college at like georgia running backs todd Gurley? and Herschel Walker, and so on and so forth. Do you believe in pedigree from position from, uh, like, for example, Cam Akers, next year this time we'll be talking about Cam Akers, another Florida State running back. He's going to be one of the hot rookie running backs. Do you think that that is something that you can look at in fantasy and say, okay, this guy's a Georgia Bulldog running back. He's going to be good. This guy's a Florida State running back. He's going to be good. No, I think that's a huge mistake if you do that. Let's talk about where's David Johnson from. Northern Illinois. Mm-hmm. The fact is, is not all the best running backs go to the best schools. And a lot of times you can get overinflated from those schools. It's similar to the Trent Richardson situation. Sometimes these players, and that was the big thing, the, the concern with Chubb when he took over Gurley, some people at the time were making arguments saying, well, maybe Gurley's not as good as he is because of the offensive line. Maybe Chubb's not as good as he is because of the offensive line. Look how easily he replaced them. Now, we've seen the talent in Gurley and Chubb are both legitimate, but at the same time, there's not you can't just say just because you went to a certain school that you're going to be a great player in the NFL because of that. Like College pedigree versus performance pedigree are two different things. It's, I'll take performance 10 times out of 10 over the school you went to. Hell, look at the fact of like Tariq Cohen. Down, Jordan Howard went to Indiana. I mean, who, who cares about Indiana College? College players, really? Okay, but, but the fact that, and then I'll, I'll let you get in here right quick. Let me rebut to Jake right quick. But the fact that, for example, you don't really see Florida State or Georgia running backs bust. Yes, you do. I just, maybe it's not coming to my, my mind right now. Is that you what just, it is? You just, no, you, they, it's not necessarily that they bust. They just weren't good enough to even be considered when they got to the NFL. Okay, that's the so thing. That's they, what you, it is. You've had plenty of those. And the fact is, yes, you have a higher percentage of players coming from those schools, but that's because they're big-time schools, and that's because the big-time schools get the big-time talent more often than anybody else. So, of course, Alabama and Florida State and USC and all these colleges are going to have more representatives in the NFL. But the fact is, is if you look at it going back, is you can find just as many players that we never even talked about or cared about coming from these schools at similar positions. Yeah, exactly. Look at Monte Bull. He was from Nebraska, right? No, he was from Wisconsin. 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 Another big but running back's no, come what, out of that. No, no, it's been bums from Wisconsin. No, Ron Dane was from Wisconsin. Oh, and he Ron was a Dane. bum. That's the don't even run. Ron Dane was Ron productive Dane. for a little while there. <laughs> oh my God, though, come on. Yo, why we, why, why, why we off of YouTube? I don't know. I have no clue. But the YouTube. Am I am I tripping full floor? Am I tripping? I think they just threw up the graphic for a little bit. Okay, so the YouTube stream is back up and rolling. I, I refresh right. I just refresh, and I don't have no YouTube stream. I see us on YouTube. So, right, so it might, may, might be the internet in here. Unless it dropped. Let me let me refresh. But go, continue talking. Yeah. yeah so right. CJ2K ECU. <laughs> That's true too. CJ2K ECU. Okay, but I'm I'm not saying that. What I'm what I'm saying is, for it's example, um, Julio Jones, Alabama wide receiver, is a baller. Amari Cooper, Alabama wide receiver, should be a baller. Does that mean that Calvin Ridley is going to be a baller? 
I think he will be, but, you know, he could be a bust just as likely. I mean, you know, Julio's a generational guy. Like, he's like a Calvin Johnson type, like a freak of nature. That's different. You know what I mean? But Amari Cooper, There's been tons of busts coming out of big schools. Mike Williams in the past. Um... Who's the other one? The Detroit Lions. But it's like the, the 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 Mike Williams. USC don't have a a, a a a pedigree of putting out big time wide receivers like Georgia and Florida State has. They put out big time running backs. That's Maybe in more to... recent years, yeah. Okay, all right. So I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I look. I look at pedigree and stuff like that. I think if you get a Georgia Bulldog running back, you sign me up. So then, if we're looking at pedigree, Kenyon Drake should be highly touted because he's from Alabama. Ken, but Ken, I, Kenyon. But, Ken but Alabama's not known for running backs. <laughs> Yeah, they are. Yeah, they, they have are. Been for the past couple of years. That's the whole point. That's what I was. That's why I brought up Trent Richardson. Okay. All right, they were better. I mean, look than, at, yeah, no doubt. Eddie Lacy, Mark Ingram. I mean, they have plenty of running backs. All right. So, right, when we come back on the other side, I want to keep the conversation going with Madden versus Sealy's uh, rankings. Got some ESPYs uh, stuff. I also got to address uh, Scott Angle, that clown Scott Angle. Oh my God! I, I didn't hear that. This why I to, I don't, you, you, be glad you didn't. It's, you would have wasted yourself. You, you, it's good that you didn't hear it because you would have lost brain cells hearing it because Scott don't have no clue. Not only can Scott not add, you know, basic mathematics is a struggle for Scott. He, he's, 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 he's no clue what he's talking about when he talks about some of these fantasy stats and some of these numbers that he has on his record against me. He has no clue. He's a lost man. And if he, and if he don't ever want to add up winnings, he don't want to play that game because I'm going to expose him on that one right there too. And somebody let me know why I'm not on YouTube Live right now. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Hey, Ricky Seals Jones and Scott's the dummy that got him at 15 right now. Ventra, when I saw that, I almost hit the floor. I was like, Scott must not listen to the show today because we was killing son for having Ricky Seals at 14 when Greg Olson was at 8 and Scott took it to 15. (laughs) Jake, I was like, oh no. Is there something, is everybody else seeing a different name on their screen? Weekdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. PJ, please stop yelling at me, son. <laughs> My goodness. The boss. You know how, we got to play some better Wu-Tang, too. You know how loud my headphones are, and then I got you yelling at me like that? And then you yelled at me in the chat, too. You put all caps. You typed me something in the chat, and you put all caps. Is it something you want to get off your chest, uh, PJ? No, my bad, man. It was an accident. <laughs> We're all good. Thank you. 844-843-6879. Know my man Steven and Masses. He the only one wanted to win his football league because he the only one calling up. So I, I, um, I'm gonna get to him in in a second. I'm gonna hop back into some of these uh, all in kid yeah. versus John Madden joints. Hey Jake, what did you think of this uh this Josh Hader thing that that uh broke last night slash this morning? I don't. I, I mean, I really don't care. Honestly, it's just um. Look, people make mistakes. People say stupid things. I'm not trying to diminish it at all. In the entire world, and especially America needs to be more cognizant of saying such things and having such opinions. And if you are, you're definitely wrong. If you have those opinions or thoughts or even just saying it with a slip of the tongue, but we've all said things that we regretted. And I'm not saying it's equal footing because there's certain definitely things you can say that are worse than others. I just think that, you know, sometimes we just be human about it and realize, you know what, the guy's contrite. You made a mistake. They said he has to go to counseling. If that's the way that they want to go with it, man, you know, I'm okay with it. And, you know, if people want to judge him and be angry with them, that's their right as Americans, too. So I think that we just kind of need to stop being so touchy about everything. It's definitely offensive. I'm not diminishing that at all. But at the same time, can we just like move on and somebody made a mistake? If you want to be mad at him, be mad at him. If you don't, it's fine. You know, the thing about it is, like, to, to, like, the person that goes back and digs up these tweets and old stuff like that, what a, what a loser that human being is. That, and that, that's, that's yeah. the thing, yeah. Those and are the trolls. Stop. Yeah, because stop doing stuff like that. If you go squad, don't do that. Don't go digging through somebody's past trying to break, trying to tear them down. I don't, give, I don't care what he said. He, he didn't say it to me. You feel what I'm saying? And yeah. Stop looking for stuff like that. That's stupid. It makes no sense whatsoever, and it really stirs my grits. What do you think about it, Ventra? I'm plugging I mean, up the laptop. I'm plugging like up Jake Zareen. said, people make mistakes. Yeah, I'm plugging up Zareen. Would that guy on the Eagles uh, said something one time a few years back, and they made a big deal out of it too? 
The white receiver on the Eagles. Oh, Riley oh, Cooper. Riley Cooper was a little bit different. <laughs> 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 he went all the way in, though. Yeah, I know. Riley well, Cooper but people bit. make mistakes, and, you know, they get mad. They're emotional. Some people can't well, hold, in, hold it in. Riley Cooper was drunk. I, the, tweet thing, the tweeting thing is crazy, though, because that's a decision. I agree. You know what I mean? When you just say something and blurt it out, it's different. You know, like you're saying it on a whim. Sometimes you make a mistake. But when you're tweeting it, you're actually making the decision to write that down and then send it. You have to actually press the button tweet and then put it out there. So he had time to think about that. 17 years old. And it was go back and dig that up is ridiculous. I don't have have time for that. Yeah, I mean. I'm I'm sick of it, to be 100% honest with you. And I stopped because y'all go through some of my stuff. I ain't never said nothing crazy like that, but I still there's things I did in my before social media was out that would have me the people would be like he need to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't have did that to that girl. <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm just I'm I kid, I kid. <laughs> oh man, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Um, let's go out to Stephen in Massachusetts. What up, Stephen? Hey, what's up, Corey? <laughs> you know, hey, so uh. Oh, go ahead. I'll let you talk. You're the only one that want to win your fantasy football league this year because at least we hear from you faithfully every day. Oh, yeah. Whether or not we oh, want yeah, to. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, I got to get the advice from, from from where it's good. I mean, <laughs> Jason, number one ranker. I can't trust uh, what, uh, Matthew Berry at this point. No, you, so sure, I, you certainly can't. I got can. to do, do what I got to do. You're right about that. How can we help you today, <laughs> yeah, my man? Oh, yeah, you can. I don't want to despair. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you, you didn't say that. Jake Steve said it. <laughs> no, I, was, I was just making a joke. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about that. I got your yeah. back. They gonna worry this phone call when they call Jake up to ESPN. He gonna worry. He worried his phone call gonna come back. It's, <laughs> it's a tweet. It's a tweet. I know, right? <laughs> what up, Steven? Hey, maybe he'll maybe he'll be on. Uh, uh, if that happens, maybe he'll be on a Matthew Barry, uh, Barry's uh, fantasy show. It'll actually uh, no, be no, more that, 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 That's definitely not happening. I can tell you that much. I ain't, listen, <laughs> you like they let you never know. What up, Steven? Hey, so I was I was listening to what you were saying about about like how you guys were talking about like the the uh, tweets uh, servicing and uh, a good example about that was what happened yesterday to uh, Josh Hader. I guess uh, they brought up uh, tweets that happened like uh, after the All Star game because yeah, they apologized. I guess it was like something that he said as far as like racist and like uh, home uh, homophobic. Yeah, he said he said he said he said a whole bunch of stuff. We were just breaking that down a second ago. While you was on hold, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, my thing was, like with the kid from Villanova, Dante DiVincenzo, with that. Oh, come on, stop. Just yeah. to, to, to go back through somebody's Twitter history to find something like that, that really makes you a, a butthole. People are trying to get their name up using yeah. the troll method. Trying to keep, trying to clout chases is what I like to call them, Steve. You got a fantasy question? Yeah, I do. So, uh... Uh, another fantasy source was saying that uh, maybe maybe uh, Jameis Winston would be a bargain just because uh, the first three weeks I think Tampa Bay they have like a they had like a tough schedule already going in the year and their first three opponents he doesn't even have to face them and uh, they were talking that maybe if you don't if you uh, need like some help as far as like a bye week quarterback or something that maybe you could stash him have a quarterback play for like the first three weeks and then maybe he can give you some uh some value towards like the rest of the year because of the weapons I, that they have uh like in tampa bay i agree with you 100 percent. if you type of player that likes to draft whatever that service was i agree with that service if you're the type of player that likes to draft two quarterbacks if you know i mean my thing if you have 16 roster spots i don't want to give two of those to a quarterback but if you have more than 16 roster spots, I don't have my own problem you would, with you drafting two quarterbacks. The thing about Jameis Winston is, and be careful with this when you're drafting him early. How y'all ladies doing? Be careful about this if you're drafting him early. You could wave back, shorty. Be <laughs> careful with this if, if you're drafting him early. They have his buys in week five. So he's going to miss four out of the first five first weeks. First out of four out of the first five weeks. So then after that, from week six on, you get James and you can make a push with him, but obviously he has to do that as a quarterback too, so I agree with that. And Jake, I know Jake, you are big on James Winston having a nice season this year, right? Yeah, but I, I'm not drafting him at this point. I was already big on James Winston as being even my only quarterback late in drafts yeah. because of the pace that he was on last year and his healthy games and the fact that another year with O.J. Howard or Chris Godwin stepping off. The, I, I love them for this season, but at the three, you just mentioned three weeks, and then he's got his bye in week five. You could pretty much just let him sit out there because I don't know that anybody's going to draft him, and if they do, they're going to drop him probably out of it, being impatient exactly. and going to pick up their early waivers. And then not to mention the fact, I don't see very many people saying, yeah, let me hold on to James Winston for week four. 
four, then deal with the buy. You're going to get a lot of people wanting to wait it out. The smart move would just be like, let him not be drafted and then pick him up week four before his buy to beat everybody to the punch. Right, and I'm cool with that. Because um, I was on him last year. Venture, I know. Say, hard, I was yeah. on him. Man Crush Monday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was on him. You know what I mean? All over the cat. And I was going to come back again this year. But now this thing happened and he got suspended for this. And I'm like, Jesus. So then I still was on him. Right? I'm like, okay, I just get him as my QB too. Then I saw that, that bye week in week five. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Before Sun really get going, it's going to be October. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you're going to have a couple shares, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. still going to do it. I'm yeah. still going to do it. But you? like Jake said, I mean, maybe, I mean, quarterback's so deep. Jake's right. Like It's like, why even, you know, clog up that roster spot when you could just have another quarterback that isn't going to rot on your bench or, you know, get somebody else, another player that you could use. I don't know. I don't think that it's worth having him. You could probably draft him later. You know what I mean? Nobody's probably going to draft, especially a 16 roster uh, well, the 16 roster league is going to come off the waiver wire this year. Exactly. No, no, no doubt about that. I uh, got that audio coming up from a little bit from that clown, Scott Engel. But first, I want to get back to some of these running back things. Uh, Joe Mixon is Jenks, 16th ranked running back. He is Madden's 30th ranked running back. Joe Mixon had a p- pretty pitiful season last year, 100%. Now, the Cincinnati Bengals, their offensive line did get a little bit better, but it's not much improved. Jake, if, if, if I understand a running back that has the, that has the talent that Joe Mixon has, right? He, for the most part, has this job to himself. But something about Joe Mixon scares the bejesus out of me, Jake. I'm 100% honest with you. And I hate to say that I'm going to have zero shares of a player, but I'm not, going, I'm not fooling with Joe Mixon this year. I am. I'm back in it just because it comes down to the talent. And they did improve the offensive line. They brought in a piece. They drafted Billy Price. This offensive line is going to be better. Uh, when I finished my rankings for them, I have 24th. It's not great. But Joe Mixon's talent is what the talent is. And if you watched last season, I think part of it is he tried to do too much behind a terrible offensive line. He tried to, you know, to say, yeah, I got to do everything back here and kind of let that get into his own head. You still saw the talent there. There are obvious concerns, but I think the other thing that's telling about this is they, you know, we know that they moved on from Jeremy Hill. Look at who they drafted. They drafted a basically new Giovanni Bernard, even though Bernard got a new contract, which is kind of the weird part on top of it. But they drafted Mark Walton, who is Gio. They didn't draft anybody to contend with Joe Mixon. I think that tells you this team is also confident in Joe Mixon. You going? You getting on in them on them um, venture? Because I'm. I, I, listen, I respect and agree with a lot of stuff that Jake says, but it just scares the bejesus out of me. Maybe because the the team that I had the most, the team I put the most money down for last year. I had Joe Mixon on that team, uh, and maybe that's what's like, oh, yeah, that's a feeling that, that, yeah, it's like I can't get past that. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a breakup. Yeah, I didn't have him last year actually, but I mean, I don't think I'm going to invest too much into him either. I know the O line might be better, but this team could be a very stagnant offense again. I mean, the only guy I really want on this offense is AJ Green. That's who I want. But and there's other running backs I like. I don't even want him to be honest with you. I, I mean, I'd want Andy. I mean, he's safe to have if you could get him. It depends I just on think your Andy spot. Dalton's a buster. He is a buster, but he, you know, he could still get the ball to AJ Green. He feeds him so much. The guy's just going to do well. So, uh, but Mixon. There's other guys I like better, like Alex Collins, Kenyon Drake, going around the same yeah, area or yeah. even behind him. I think Kenyon Drake and Alex Collins are going to have a much better year. That's just my opinion. I think they could do. Just as much. They're both good, de- good pass catchers or decent pass catchers. They both could run the ball through the middle. They don't have too much competition. And their teams are better. So I, I, why would I, you know. I heard, I heard, Jake, say, I heard Jake saying no. <laughs> no, he doesn't like it. Well, well, no, well, the fact is Kenny Drake has more competition for touches. And Alex Collins is not a good pass catcher. Don't even put him in the same sentence as Joe Mixon. He's not don't a terrible pass catcher. Sense. He's not even close to those guys. But, not even in, in their realm. Not even in the, maybe in their universe. Definitely not in their solar system. I'll put it that way. So okay, the so is, they're better pass catchers, but Collins still catch, could catch the ball. He could still have thirty no, to thirty-five catches. No, he won't. I'll take I'll take your money bet right now on that. How many did you have last year? Bet 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 him one of them bitcoins. <laughs> a Bitcoin's worth sixteen hundred dollars. <laughs> is that all they are now? Have they fallen that much? Yeah, everything dropped a little bit, but it's coming back. There you oh, go. A little bit. If it's sixteen hundred, it was at sixteen thousand. It was like eighteen thousand at one point. No, no, I'm sorry. It's not sixteen hundred. It's like almost eight thousand. I think something like that. Uh, I have to look. Uh, wait, I'm all confused lot, about it. Nobody, nobody the, the problem with Alex Collins is he had twenty three catches him. last year, and he didn't even play really start the full season. And uh, Kenneth Dixon's healthy this year. He's not going to catch thirty. Thirty. You said he passes. might get cut. 
No, I never said he was going to get cut. That was a report. Nice try, buddy. You said he might get released. <laughs> no, I never said that. I said the report said that, and I disagreed with it. I disagree with it, too. I like Kenneth Dixon person, but he hasn't played in two years, so I don't know what, what he's going to give us. I know he's a much better pass catcher. I agree with you on that, but... I like Alex Collins better. I think that Alex, and it's just the system, too. Baltimore runs the ball a ton, and they've had success running the ball. Cincinnati hasn't had success running the ball in a while. I, I don't trust it. I don't trust the O-line. I don't trust anything here. So I'd rather go for the guy that I could get for cheaper that I think is better. Was, you know what I mean? I was coming down to when we were talking about talent versus talent, and when it comes down to talent versus oh, talent, Mixon, yeah. Mixon has. Yeah, I agree with that. Mixon's more talented. All right. Cool. Let me work that out. Like men. <laughs> we worked that, we worked that out. Like, like men, and I'm like happy about man. that. Oh boy, <laughs> this clown Scott Angle, right? I'm working. I'm I'm coming into work this morning, right? And I get like first of all, I talked to Scott for a minute yesterday. So I had to ask. I like Scott. You know, I got to get you before for the for the uh for the Ricky Seals thing. You know what I'm saying? And he Scott told me. Scott said, "Well, if, if I if I if I want a guy, I'm gonna go out and get him." And I'm like, "Well, you could have wanted like um Greg Olson, <laughs> Evan Ingram." Like, real legit, solid, top-performing tight ends. I got Ingram for $8. Yeah, because Scott spent 15 <laughs> on Ricky Seals. That's why you got him for 8 I wanted, I nominated both players because I wanted to get some money off the board. And I figured I'd throw Evan Ingram out there. That'd get money off the board. Not when all the damn money was going to Ricky Seals because Scott can't add. Well, then again, Ricky Seals got money off the board, too. A lot of money off the board. He did get money off the board. I was not expecting that money to come off the board. PJ, rack it up. How long is the audio we got, PJ, of Scott Angle, that clown, attempting to take me on this morning? It's about two minutes. You don't have to play all two minutes. I'll let you know when to stop it. Go ahead. Scotty, I don't know, man. I don't know if you heard the commercial, but these guys were already giving you stuff about Ricky Seals-Jones in the auction, like spending whatever it was, $15 for him, and um, unfortunately compounding that with the issue that took place in Scottsdale yesterday. RSJ may be facing some discipline from the league, but then again, you never know, and that is because of the inconsistency. No. You, 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 you don't. And yeah, that's what you, I'm saying. You don't you, know. You don't, and I wanted Seals-Jones. I aggressively overbid for them. They disagree. You know, that's their right. You know, in uh, – you know, if Corey wants to, you know, clown it out to be entertaining, that's fine. He said, <laughs> I can't add. Well, you know, here's some math for you, Corey. We've played each other 15 times, one-on-one. -on -one. I've won 10. You've won five. You you do the math about who's twice is better. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Spitting hot fire there. Yeah. Hey, Chris Bavona down there in the fantasy pit of misery. Uh, dilly dilly to you, my friend. Do me a favor. Yeah. You got to clip that. And whatever commercial is played about these guys giving my <laughs> man a Martinez spitting speed. Oh, boy. You got to make sure yeah. that that's a clip that's played right after that in response, head to head all time. Nice job Scott by Dane. Has a 667. Yeah, Breaking that down. You don't, you, don't the fancy you don't come at the king and not pay Oof, for it. The king. It. You know come at the king. The king. Not come the king and miss. Also, also, uh, Corey. Uh, Ooh, we're going on. Here. You you want some more math? Uh, you Ooh. got zero. You got zero dollars for li for winning the flex two years ago. I won the GST, and I can definitely add up my three grand. All right, so here we go. We can stop it. We can stop it right there. First of all, Jake, the first thing that happened when I when I got because I got the DC right around the time the draft was starting last year. What is the first thing that you did when when I walked in the draft room, Jake? Gave him gave you your belt and a hundred bucks. Gave me my belt and a hundred dollars. So you were wrong about that, Scott. I did get a hundred bucks that I spent at the bar that night. Another thing, Scott. Scott, you don't want to talk about winnings. What I've done in the past three or four years as compared to your three thousand dollar GST takedown, which is a nice takedown, Scott. Good job. You listen. I sat next to Scott and talked about last year's trash, last year's trash, last year's trash. He went in the GST and played for Todd Gurley. So there you go right there. That's why he won that championship. Secondly, Scott, your record against me, the most important matchup we ever played um, was in the Series X and Celebrity League, which Scott never won. Scott was in the thing for five years, could never won the Silver XM Celebrity League. It's dudes in Celebrity League that can't see. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to set a day. Scott lost to a dude that didn't have a quarterback on his team, but he got the nerve to talk about the fantasy executive. <laughs> Scott, before you won the GST, Scott went on a five-year championship list streak. I win chips and cash every year, Scott. And when 
And when Carton invited you to put up the bag to be the king and come in the Carton and Friends Fantasy League, Scott Engel, not only did he not did he turn it down, he didn't even have the sack to get on the radio and discuss it. So you take that, Scott Engel. Anytime you come for me, you know who you're coming for, Jack, yeah. the fantasy executive. Forget about the head-to-head. Who has more championships? There you go. Who got more chips? When we played, in the, when I had a team in Celebrity League, the one year I was in it was in the championship round. I ran Artie Lang's team. Pay Scott's team in the semifinal. Eliminated Scott. When the when that when the money was on the line, Scott, I beat you. Scott, the game when Peyton Manning scored seven t- through seven touchdown pass to start the season, he ha- he was on Scott's team playing against me. Scott was talking big trash. I came back and won that game. You could never see me, Scott. His clutch rate. But you better protect your neck, son. Scott, you don't want to talk about winnings and what I've done as compared to your GST takedown, which is a nice takedown. Scott went on a five-year championship list streak. I win chips and cash every year, Scott. And when Carton invited you to put up the bag to be the king, Scott Engel, not only did he turn it down, he didn't even have the sack to get on the radio and discuss it. Anytime you come for me, you know who you're coming for, Jack, the fantasy executive. Weekdays, 1 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. Back at it, Fancy Football Friends, the FNTSY Radio. I know I got some reads I got to do before this thing is uh, over, so I'll get that done. Uh, I promise you I'll get that done before we uh, shut it down. Being that we got cut off of YouTube, hopefully they'll be nice enough to let us go all the way to the end with the Goon Squad. Yeah, I know we got to back up because I see them clowning Scott now because they're laughing at Scott now because he bid $15 on Ricky Seals. And then Ricky Seals goes to the W and assaults somebody and gets in trouble. Now, let me tell you, full disclosure, I've been to the W in Scottsdale before. The one Ricky Seals got in trouble at. So the the it's a sushi bar on the side of it, like a sushi bar and restaurant happening joint. It'd be all kind of MLB players and stuff like that in there. I'm not going to tell you how I was there or who I was there with, but I put it like this. Not only was I at the sushi bar at the W in Scottsdale where Homeboy got in trouble at, I was sitting at a table with one of Travis Henry's kids. You know, Travis Henry, the NFL player that got the 19 kids? I was there with one of his kids. (laughs) As crazy as it may sound. She was an adult by this point, obviously, is one of his earlier children. So when you leave out the W and try to go, when you leave out the sushi bar and try to go to use the bathroom, you got to talk to a dude that's there. He'd let you go in, whatever the case may be. But Rick Seals Jones just pushed son out the way. So it's probably not anything that's going to get him a suspension, but it's just still, it's amazingly stupid to spend $15 on him. That's what I got to say. I had chicken wings and fried rice last night. What did you have, Jake? For what? For dinner? For dinner, yes. <laughs> I actually made my own wings last night. Nice. What did you have, Ventra? Last night? Yeah, for dinner. Pasta. All right. <laughs> Who made it? With tomato sauce, Christina. Christina made it. And um, Christina's a good cook? She's a very good cook. Nice. That's a very big thing for me. Tonight, I'm going to make Sloppy Joe's. Um, I am the Sloppy Joe King of Harlem. I have a secret, secret sauce that I put in my Sloppy Joe's. I'm the Sloppy Joe King of Harlem. I'm going to make Sloppy Joe's tonight. Um, I might bring some in for y'all tomorrow to, to, to prove to you that I'm a Sloppy Joe King of Harlem. Jake, are you a Sloppy Joe guy? Yeah, I could do some Sloppy Joes. Yeah, are you the Sloppy Joe King of the 757? Mm, I wouldn't say that. Okay, you wouldn't go that far? <laughs> can, can, no. Ventra, can, can, can Christina make Sloppy Joes? I think she can, but she never has. Oh, yeah, really. she, she goes, because you, you want a man's meal, right? Well, yeah, we usually eat steak. And, you yeah, know. your man's meal. Yeah, well, burgers. <laughs> and stuff, you know? Yeah. Ventura's like, don't bring me no sloppy Joe woman. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Christina. 844-843-6879. Telephone number is out there right now looking to get your telephone calls in action. I don't know. I, I don't want to. I'll get to that later on, y'all. All right. Jai is Jake's 24th ranked running back. Let me make sure I got this right. Derrick Henry is Madden's 13th ranked running back. Jake, what the hell is going on with Madden and JHI? What do they see that we don't see in the fantasy community? Are they going to, this is a veteran that plays on a good team. You said Henry. You meant Ajayi. You said Ajayi, then you said Henry. I'm sorry. I meant to say JHI. My bad. So we're talking about JHI. Well, no, this is what it comes down to. I mean, we can talk about Derrick Henry, too, because he's right there with him. Nice. Actually, let's talk about Deion Lewis, because it's uh, 24 for Ajayi, 26 for Henry, 27 for Lewis. They have him 12, 13, and 14. 
But to be honest with you, if I was ranking them on talent, they'd probably be pretty close to where they have them. The problem is, is we're doing two different things. They're ranking on talent in this situation. It actually makes a little bit of sense. The the fancy purposes, we're talking about split backfields with all three of them, and that's the problem. What do you think, Ventra? What player are we talking about? We're talking about Jared, John, Terry, Henry, and Dion. If you don't know... No, I'm talking to Goon Squad. Oh, oh, you're talking to the Goon Squad. We here. (laughs) (laughs) The Goon Squad is where they're at. We're here. It's a little bit more important for you to be with us, but I still love you. (laughs) Love you as well. My bad. uh, We got Derrick Henry, Dion Lewis, and J.H.I. Then I want to get to Stephen Barbados because I don't like to have Steph on hold for too long because they're calling from the Barbados. Well, J.H.I. is too high, in my opinion, after last year. He should be lower. Uh, I have J.I.J., I think, like, 25, 26. Let me ask you this. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, 21, 22, something like that. Okay, what are you going to do? How, do you, how, how are you going to attack the Tennessee Titans' backfield? Are you a Derrick Henry guy? Are you a Deion Lewis guy? Or are you like, you know what, this is too much of a headache, let's avoid? No, Derrick Henry. Uh, even in PPR, because I think Derrick Henry's going to get pretty much 90% of the carries all right. in this backfield. Deion Lewis will get his, and he'll get all the pass-catching opportunities, but also Deion Lewis is an injury case. Yeah. And I could see him getting hurt for at least a couple of games, maybe more, and, and Derrick Henry is going to go off from time to time. I'm talking about big-time games that could win you weeks. All right. That's why I think Derrick Henry is a good value this year, to be honest with you. I'm, in, I'm willing to invest on Derrick Henry, too. I'm not as, I'm not as uh, optimistic as Ventra is with that 90-10 split. I think it will be a little bit less than that. But a little bit. Ro- <laughs> 80-20. Hey, do you know how many players in the NFL actually even get 80? Yeah, probably the best ones, the ball, the no, the, the bell cows. Like, no, not even that. Like one or two, nobody gets that kind of volume. Well, I don't, I don't see Dion Lewis getting a ton of carries. He's just not. He, he's not going to be able to handle. It. I he know he's handling a ton of carries, but it's going to be fifty-five, forty-five. Maybe being on the field, snap percentage, maybe okay. because he's going to get the pass catching opportunity. He's going to get third down, but Derrick Henry should get first and second down work almost every time, and the goal line opportunities. All right, listen, we'll see how it all breaks down. I'm going to get involved. Listen, I got uh, Deion Lewis in one league. I took him um, in a league as an RB2. I'm kind of nervous about that. I'll be coming back to that position. I like Derrick Henry, but these are teams that will be more running back heavy in case one of these dudes flop or I can't fi- or, or the Titans can't figure out the exact split. So I see positives in both players. It's a situation where I do like Derrick Henry. I'm a little bit biased in that regard. 844-843-6879. Let's go out to the Barbados, man, and talk to my guy, Stefan. What up, Steph? Hey, how you doing? How, how are the guys going? How y'all doing? I am doing well. How you doing, my man? I'm not too bad, man. It's a little hot. It's a little hot, but, you know, I'm all right. Oh, it's, well, that's a part of living in the, Baham- in the Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> it not, is very much so. Let me tell you something. I, I don't feel bad for you, Jack. <laughs> Go ahead. Man, uh, you trust me, trust me. But anyways, um, I was calling to find out, just get your opinion. I know I've heard Jake talk about, you know, Rashad Penny a whole bunch. But uh, I just want to get a little bit more insight because I think for me, the problem is with him, and like I said, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just looking, just giving you my point of view. Is you still have? I know he's talked about a bunch of Chris Carson thing, but you know, is 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 it better to take him or is it better to take someone like a Darius Geis, where we kind of know he's the man, you know, for sure, like without a shadow of a doubt. You know, you still have Chris Thompson, but for the most part, he's going to get a lot of the work. So I was just trying to get your opinion on that. So, Jake, so basically it's uh, the breakdown is Rashad Penny as a rookie running back or Darius Geis as a rookie running back. Uh, Geis has a, a, a obviously have the job to himself. Penny has thoughts of Chris Carson being a part of this backfield. Chris Carson's going to be a point, but people keep having revisionist history and thinking Chris Carson was amazing last year, and he wasn't. He was mediocre in two games and pretty good in two out of the four. Out of the four that he really played the entire year when he was out there for a whole of five weeks, and the fact is he was just better than the crap that they threw out there. So all these people talk about Chris Carson. I don't get it. It's just They think that just because he was better than the junk that they had that he's all of a sudden great. He's not. He was a seventh-round running back for a reason. I'm not saying that seventh-round running backs can't show up, but the fact is the Seahawks didn't invest a first-round pick in Rashad Penny to have him play behind a seventh-round running back. They obviously see the talent as well. Granted, 
I will say this. There is more risk with Penny than there is with Darius Geis, but there's also a higher ceiling. So it comes down to how do you want to play your draft? If you have Dalvin Cook and you don't want to take a risk because you're coming, you got somebody coming off an injury and you don't want to add in a risk of Rashad Penny who could bust and split the backfield the entire season. I have no problem. Then you take guys. If you go reverse and you have a stable presence as your number one, like a Melvin Gordon, and you want to go the upside of Penny, you could do that, and that's the way I would go. All right, so there you go right there, 844-843-6879. Hey, PJ, let me get some um, some award show music as we get in, get ready. I, don't, I, I may just Google award show music and play it in a nice, soft uh, uh, decibel so it doesn't <laughs> hurt my ears, and then I can get into some of these awards for the ESPYs because we're going to an ESPY pool, all right? Uh-huh. Uh, you guys are in. Right there, you go. And you guys are in the SP in, pool, and it's it's gonna be. I'm putting up five dollars. Jake's putting up five dollars, and you putting up one of them coins. All right, like hell <laughs> <not>. <laughs> ten G's. Yeah, there you go. All right, so, yes, here we go. All right, he, these this are this, is what you're getting from me. <laughs> the category, the first category is best male athlete. The nominate the nominees are. Jose Altuve from the world champion Houston Astros. James Harden from the Houston Rockets, NBA MVP. Alexander Ovechkin from the Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals. Capitals or Tom Brady, the MVP of the NFL season. Chris Ventra, who did you get your award for best male athlete? Jimmy Garoppolo. No, no it's like Ventra. Jose, Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve. Ventra goes Jose Altuve. Jake Seeley? Bruce Jenner. Goes Bruce Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> was LeBron James an option? No, nah, LeBron James was not an option. It was Harden, uh, Ovechkin, and Brady. And then, it, then it has to be Altuve. All right, so then he goes out. We got two for Altuve. Uh, best female athlete, I'll, full disclosure, I don't know who any of these ladies are, so I'm going to skip that <laughs> one. Um, then it's best Olympic moment. I don't watch the Olympics. But, Jake, who was the best Olympic moment? Sean White, snowboard. Jesse Diggins and Kiki Randall, cross-country skiing. The U.S. men's curling team or the U.S. women's hockey defeating Canada in the 2018 Olympics? Mm, it's probably it should be Sean White. We expect, but it'll probably be the Olympic copy. It'll be the women's hockey team. All right, so they go the women's hockey team and Sean White are the favorites. Best championship performance um, is it George Springer in the World Series, Kevin Durant in the finals, or Dante DiVincenzo, Villanova men's basketball in the college basketball national championship. Jake, I'm gonna go with Dante DiVincenzo. Who you going with? Durant. He's going with Kevin Durant from my Golden State Warriors. And I would ask you, Venture, but I'm sure you're going with Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually gonna say Durant. Oh, okay. So you go, you go with Durant. Okay, so there you go, right there. So you go, Kevin Durant. Breakthrough athlete. Is it Slo- Sloan Stevens, the tennis player? Is it Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz? Is it Ben Simmons from the Philadelphia 76ers? Is it Alvin Kamara from the New Orleans Saints? I'm not going to sit up here on the fantasy show and go against Alvin Kamara and what he did last year. Jake, who you got? Mm, it's going to be between Kamara and Mitchell. I'll say Mitchell because maybe Kamara splits the uh, – I'll just go Mitchell. All right, and Ventra? Kamara. Kamara. All right, best game. Kamara, both of you. Kamara. Kamara. I get that mixed Kamara up. sounds so much nicer. <laughs> then it's not how it's pronounced. You can, you just, it's not how his name is pronounced. All right, Vontra. <laughs> the best game. The Houston Astros defeating the Los Angeles Dodgers in game five of the World Series. The Georgia Bulldogs defeating Oklahoma Sooners in the Rose Bowl. That was a two-overtime game when they took the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hands. Or the U.S. women's hockey team defeating Canada in the 2018 Winter Olympics. I'll say this. I can think of two games right now better than these three nominations. Game one of the NBA Finals was the best game of the year, hands down, period. Is it Best sports game of the year. Best sports game of the year was game one of the NBA Finals. And I would say the second best game of the year was the national championship when uh, Saban went to the to the uh, to the freshman quarterback and he won the game for them, I think those two games were better than these three games. If I would have to go one of these games, though, I would go to Georgia Bulldogs over the Oklahoma Sooners in that double overtime Rose Bowl game. What do you got, Jake? Yeah, I would go with Georgia as well. I kind of agree with you on those. I don't know. Maybe the NBA Finals was because it plays 18 months after the season's over. It was too <laughs> close to the voting. True. That's true, too. <laughs> that that game was uh, a year and a half after the season ended. You are correct, Steely. Um, Clean, sweep. Got, Clean, Clean sweep. What do you got? Clean sweep? Clean sweep. With the Georgia Bulldog game? Yeah. All right. The best moment. Was it the, mini, was the Minneapolis Miracle, the Minnesota Vikings defeating the New Orleans Saints? Was it Notre Dame defeating Mississippi State to win the NCAA championship? That was Enrique 
Arike Ombuwale. I wanted to get that right. Was it the Las Vegas Golden Knights making it to the Stanley Cup Finals? Or was it the sixteenth seed University of Maryland, Baltimore County yep. knocking out? Go. You got that one, Jake? Sixteen beating it's the one? No, I, I think this is a this is this should be a runaway. It's the first time it's ever happened. I think it's the Minneapolis the Minneapolis miracle with the Steph Diggs play to beat the Saints. That was wild to me. What you what's, got? What's that's the that's exact that's question? Uh, the best the best moment in sports this year. The Vikings over the Saints, Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah. Notre Dame when Shorty hit the shot yeah, at the buzzer. They didn't win the championship. A moment, a moment you gotta say is is the what Jake said, the 16. 16 knocking but off the But I one. think the Vegas Knights is not a moment though. The Vegas that's Knights a, Yeah, that's well, a story. That's, that's, that's just a best story. story. Yeah. Right. That hey, was a great story. Goon Squad, sorry we had the technical problems today, but we'll be back at you tomorrow. Right now we're getting ready to wrap up, wrap up. Everybody have a good night. Goon Squad we out. The show continues on FNTSY Radio. All right, the best team. Uh, this one right here is going to be a painful thing to watch tonight because I already know who's going to win the best team. The best team, the nominations are the Houston Astros, the Philadelphia Eagles, U.S. Women's Ice Hockey, Notre Dame Fighting Irish Women's Basketball Team, the Men's Villanova Wildcat Basketball Team, my dubs, the Golden State Warriors, or the Washington Capitals. I'll tell you right now, it's not the Eagles. I, I hate to say it, but it's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. It should not be. It's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. I think Eagles. it's going to be the Olympic women's team. You think so, Jake? The Olympic women's team? It's, it's the Olympics come around every two years, alternating every four years for the winter. I think you kind of give it the edge there. I, I, if you threw that out, I actually think the Eagles would take it, but I, I'm kind of going for the, the rarity of the sport. All right. What you, what you got? Well, question. Why is France World Cup not in there? Dude, it just happened. Oh, all right, well, I would say um, oh, she's Villanova. Villanova. All right, she's a good-looking girl. This is, this is America, Venture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best college athlete, Baker Mayfield from Oklahoma. That's the quarterback now to Cleveland Browns. Jalen Brunson, the guard from Villanova. Katie Ledecky, Stanford swimmer. Ledecky. Ledecky, thank you, Jake. Uh, Ajay Wilson, South Carolina basketball player. I'm going to go Jalen Brunson. From Villanova, what you got? I don't know. All right, you you don't watch enough college sports. Money no. Baker. You going Baker Mayfield? Yeah. All right. The best play. This has like fourteen of them. Is it <laughs> is it uh Notre the Notre Dame hits the shot at the buzzer to win the national title? Enrique Ungumwable. Is it uh Nick Foles trick play to uh score the touchdown before the half at the Super Bowl? Was it Alabama the uh, the forty one yard overtime touchdown pass? Or was it the Minneapolis Miracle? And then you have LeBron James to beat the three at the buzzer to beat the Pacers in game five of round one. That's the, that's the that's Minneapolis tough. Miracle. At the Minneapolis Miracle? Uh, I'm going to go. I got to go Minneapolis Miracle on this one, too. That one actually has a name. <laughs> that, yeah, you're right. That has a name. What do you think, uh, Ventra? The Nick Foles play, I think. You're going to go with the Nick Foles play. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's our. That is our pool right there. That's our SB's pool. There's a whole lot of other plays in this joint, too. Nothing that really stands out from the rest of them. Those were the ones that stood out. Record-breaker performance. Aaron Judge's 52 home runs. Tom Brady, 187 uh, regular season wins. Diana Taurasi hitting the 1,000th, the one, her 1,000th three-pointer as a uh, female athlete in the WNBA. And Roger Federer running like um, some tennis joint like a hundred times in a row. That's right, damn. <laughs> best in, big. best NFL big. player, right quick. Best NFL player since this is a fantasy football show. Tom Brady, Todd Gurley, Antonio Brown, and Aaron Donald. I'm going with Antonio Brown. What was the question? Yep. Best NFL player. Me and Jake got Antonio Brown. The other nominees are Tom Brady, Todd Gurley, and Aaron Donald. I'll go Gurley. You going Gurley? Right, he had a great year last year, so there you go right there. He definitely was the fantasy player of the year. He had a great year. second half. That is not a award in the SB's fantasy player of the year. But, but, but it could, should be. He's the best at running back so, of the at year. Some point, at some point, Please. it should be uh, in the SB's. So most of y'all don't watch it. I'm not an award show nerd like I am. But whatever you're doing, have a good evening. The best friends forever are coming up next. For the all-in kid, Jake Seeley. For my man, the Brooklyn brawler, Chris Ventra, we out.